Welcome to Locals Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. What up, what up? We Hello. are back. Hi guys. Another one. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. So smash that like button, subscribe, do all the things you're supposed to do so that we get lots of views. Yeah. Yeah. Hells yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're back again. Here, here we go. Um, well, we What's got up? to have a little cheers moment, right? Sure, we need a drink. It is a cantina <laughs> after all. Um, yeah, so, all right. Welcome back to the Locals Only. We're going to start with a shot, like we always do. All right. So what's been going on since last time? Crazy eating healthy and crazy working out. I'm working on a goal for my birthday at the end of the month, so it'll be really fun. It's a basically just getting into the best physical condition that I can get into, so pretty stoked about it. It's been a really cool journey, and I only have, I have less than two weeks, right, I think? Yeah, it's like 12 days left. Holy crap. We've been eating pretty much nothing but chicken and vegetables for yeah and helping my workout a ton which has been awesome yeah it's been good though yeah it's it's been kind of a crazy thing to like really incorporate something new into your life Um, we all have all these crazy habits that we have to get out of and you have to introduce new habits to change your life so yeah and so we're gonna actually like we've been sort of experimenting with some different things as far as food goes and um, we're actually going to start with the channel. We're going to start um, uploading videos for recipes that we're going to try, like high protein, low carb stuff. Um, we did a. Maybe I won't break yeah, the let's, news yet. Let's do it because I right want to hopefully get it out there before our next. Like podcast. for this one or next one? Um, we'll do it. We'll post so, it after this one. Okay. So, the next <laughs> one, we did a pizza that was made out of, like, the chicken, or the crust itself was made out of ch- ch- chicken. Um, so, it was a high-protein, low-carb, pretty much no-carb, um, besides some of the vegetables on it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the crust was made out of ch- chicken itself, and uh, it was awesome, actually. Yeah, it was delicious. So, yeah. so we'll have to share that with you guys. This is some of the fun stuff that we're going to be coming out to give we, to you guys. We so. fed it to our kids, and my son says, this feels wrong. And I go, <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, it tastes like pizza, but it's not bread. It tastes good, but it feels so wrong. So I, I think if love that. I think that's a win, right? <laughs> if it feels so wrong to eat because you know it's not the real stuff, like he knows it should be it should, it should be like junk food, but it's not, right? So, so we're gonna at some point in time, hopefully the next episode, we'll have the recipe for that up and a little yeah. video of us making it. I'm sure we'll look goofy as hell, but you know, it's all good. It's for fun, right? Yeah, it's for fun. And hopefully I'm going to have a birthday shot or birthday drink on our next one or right before my birthday. You're going to make gonna... a drink? You're going to do a recipe? Yeah, I'm going to do a recipe. There's a few out there that I've been wanting to try, so I think it could be fun to incorporate it into one of our chats here. So be cool, fun. Cool, cool. All right. So let's get on to this nonsense here. Um, 
so I just we were just sort of sit, sitting around thinking what the hell should we discuss this time so I looked up this website and uh, I think it'll be fun it's eight, 88 controversial relationship questions and debate topics for couples and we are going to go over some of these and if it turns into a fight so be it should we get the boxing gloves out we always you, say we're going to get the boxing say, say gloves that, out but we never and, do okay, okay next time but it comes from, what's this website? It's uh, questionsabouteverything.com. And it says it's, it's written by Tom. Yeah. So, Tom. So if you guys want to play around with some of these same questions, we'll post the link to yeah. where we're getting this information from. So I don't know how many of these we're going to get to, and I'm going to scroll through them, and I'm not going to pick them all because some of them I think are lame. But let's start with this one. This one's actually number two. Um, do you think couples need to have similar interests to be compatible? Answer. I would say you have to have both. You have to have things that you both can, you both enjoy together, but then also have your own interests. That's that's what I would say to that. Reasoning is is because like Brandon and I, we love to go to the beach. We love to do road trips. We love to do go dancing. We love to do. There's many things that we love to do together, but we don't always do everything together. And sometimes you need to have those other interests, like what we've said on many. Brandon says this all the time. You have to have interests to be interesting, right? Yeah. So I think you need to like still bring something to the table that your partner isn't already in the know-how or the that already has that as something that they enjoy to do. Yeah. I think, of, of course, you have to have things in common, but you don't have to have, like, every single thing in common, though. Yeah. So, but this says, like, do you think couples need to have some similar interests? Yes. Yeah. Does that mean they have to be into, like, every single thing the other person is into? No. Now, if any of you but guys that, really... But if you listen to our last episode, though, sometimes you need to try, right? You need to make an yeah. effort, right? Yeah. And if any of you guys really knew us on a personal level, you would know that my personality is very different than Brandon's personality. So our interests in many things are very different, but we the interests that we have separately complement each other and we try to be there for each other for those interests. So I think that's very important, just like Brandon was saying. You know, you have to... Sometimes step up your game and oh. be there for your partner. And sometimes you just need to let them go and do them and do their thing that they need to do because it equates to a better them. So Okay, let's move on. That one was <laughs> pretty tame. Um, how would you feel if your partner had to work away for three weeks per month? Three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Hell I... no, I'll find someone else, thank you. <laughs> no, uh-uh, not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a crazy thing, but I mean, earlier on in Brennan and my in my marriage, like we actually, Brennan wanted to join the military, and this might sound awful, but I was pregnant with a child, and I had a child, and I wasn't prepared for that. I was like, you know, if you were in the military when we first started dating or when we first started having kids or before we started having kids, I might have a different say about it because I definitely am full supporter of those who are in the military and what they do. But 
um, for me, like I just couldn't handle having my partner away for that long. I think it, yeah. for us, it just and I'm going to be something. Glad I did not. I've changed my viewpoint on that. I mean, I'm thankful for all the veterans out there and everything and what they do, but I feel like war is a game that old men play with young men's lives, and uh, yeah, they can screw off with that game as far as I'm concerned. So that was a good choice. It was good that she stood her ground on that. However, I didn't join the military. I did, however, join the fire, fire, fire de de department, and I did still have to spend a significant amount of way, or time away from home, but it was like two days a week instead of three weeks yeah and right. even that was was slightly hard and also was kind of sometimes a nice break sometimes right <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean no break from i mean what? you know what i'm talking about tell them though no what i mean is like sometimes it's just nice to have a personal day for yourself and and Brandon would be away for two days at a time and come back for four days at a time. And, you know, there, the hard part about that was that I was kind of like a single mom for those two days and we had to adjust to that, right? But once we got adjusted to it and got used to it, then when he quit the fire department, when he stepped away from it, then it all of a sudden became hard to go back to the regular life where we were together constantly because it it was the time that I got to have with my kids all by myself that was kind of special so I really enjoyed that time and also you know it made me just kind of miss my man a little bit more and wanting him to come back home so yeah sometimes uh, absence makes a heart grow fonder but three weeks out of a month but what's fucked up really about hard. that is absence <laughs> makes a heart grow fonder yeah, when I quit and I was home all the time, they're just like, fuck, will you just go somewhere, please? I don't know how fond that m m made it. That seems a little strange. I don't me. know. Go away and let me see how I feel. <laughs> yeah? All right, I'll call my boys up. We'll go. All right. Um, okay, you read the next one. I've been reading all these. Read four. Okay. How would you feel if I had a close friendship with someone of the opposite gender and we hung out? from time to time mm. well yeah. I, he better be super gay <laughs> i was gonna say super gay if they were if they were gay then maybe it'd be a different thing but i wouldn't be cool with brandon spending time with another woman from even just from time to time i don't think that that's appropriate i think I think we've kind of talked about this in the past where we talk about how important it is to have couple friends, couple friends who are in healthy relationships that want to keep healthy relationships and help build your relationship as theirs is growing as well. So, yeah, it's no go for me. Yeah. Um, that's not to be now. It's not to say that you can't consider people of the opposite sex your friends. We have all sorts of couple that are our friends or her friends and my friends both and all my buddies' wives are my friends as well. I just don't spend time with them one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I don't think that's appropriate. Um, there's, and I you just, know there are some friends that are, like we have a friend that's a mutual kind of best friend for both of us and like yeah. I've gone to lunch with him and it and it's different, you know, but I'm not constantly going to hang out on my own with him on our own time. And like you've Brandon. you've been to lunch with him like how like many, many times? 
Like maybe maybe twice. Twice, yeah. And both of you, like, actually, he's the one that hits me up. He's like, "Hey, is this weird? But like, I know Shree <laughs> works out there, and I'm out this way for work. Do you care if I go to lunch with her?" I'm like, no, because I know the dude. Like, I know the dude. Like, I know the dude. Right? Yeah. That's. It's not like you have your own friend yeah. that's like away from me, and he and I aren't buds, right? Yeah. You know, like I don't know. I I feel like that's different. Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring it up because I do yeah. feel like there are people out there that may fit into that category, and as a couple, you just have to decide where that person fits in. I think like we have like couple friends that like if the situation occurred one day that so and so needs help, and like I wouldn't help them, and we hung out by ourselves for a little bit, it wouldn't be be an issue, right? But I'm not going to be like, hey, ring-a-ding-ding, you want to go have dinner and leave your man at home, right? Like, <laughs> that's that's just not a thing that I would ever do or expect somebody else to do either. Yeah, too, when you're spending that extra time and you're putting extra effort into other relationships with somebody who is the opposite sex, then, yeah. you know, that's where danger comes in. Because usually when men and women are friends, there's usually one who is a bit more interested. Yeah. So... Just keep Usually, that in mind. I would say 99. Yeah. Nine. Nine. And women, don't be naive to that. There's so many women out there who are so naive to that. And I just have to say that because I was very naive to this situation yeah. earlier on in our marriage until well, I realized. He's just a nice guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're all nice guys. Come on now. <laughs> all right. Let's. Or not. Okay. Let's, let's move on. Um, number five. Take that one too. Okay, our personality, our personality or good looks more important when it comes to Ooh. your partner. I think this one's a trick question. What's your thoughts on this? Is this it's trick? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> is it more important? I think the word "more" is the important part uh, there. That's true. Okay, you could have somebody like, for example, actually when we got married, so this kind of goes back to the last question, but I was single, so it was fine, right? But I did have a, a re really good friend that was the opposite sex. Um, she was actually my best man at our wedding, strange, strangely enough, right? Yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, right? But I mean, I wasn't, like that was never a thing, right? So. As much as I loved her as a friend, like it was just ne never a thing that was going to be, right? So you can have the personality of, I don't know, I don't even know what I'm tr tr trying to say, but you can be fucking rad, you can be fun, you can be th this and that, but I mean, there has to be attraction also, right? And I'm not saying that like, she wasn't attractive, I'm just saying attractive, I'm just saying that like, to me personally, like we weren't a match in that way, right? So I'm not trying to be offensive here. I'm just saying like there has to be attraction. Now it, what attracts what attracts somebody to somebody is their own thing, but what you feel as is attractive, I think, is important because if you don't find that person attractive, no matter how cool they might be, I don't think that's a, a, a recipe for a super strong long-term relationship. Well, we all have friends, right? We all have friendships. Yeah, say that in a really nice, tactful way. <laughs> <laughs> right? We all have these relationships with people, and the thing that makes them different from a friendship and by someone being your partner is the attraction part of it. So I, I would probably agree with Brandon. Like yeah. At first, my first thought was no personality way to have to supersede that, but... 
honestly, like if you are not attracted to the person, then you're just in a friendship. If the person's like smoking hot, but they're a huge ass, that won't work. Mm -mm. And also if they're super cool, but they're not attractive at all, that also won't work, right? That's what I was saying. It was a trick question. Now (laughs) do you see what I'm saying? But still, (laughs) they got to be cool and you have to be attracted to them though. If you if you don't have both of those things, you're yeah. doomed. I kind of feel like it goes hand in hand. Yeah, and... like so. The answer I think is yes. Like <laughs> they have to be like personality and attraction are both good. I kind of feel like attraction absolutely one hundred percent has to be there. I know there's a bunch of people out there that are with people that are smoking hot, but they're kind of a bitch or an asshole. I know that because I was engaged to one. Right, like the girl was. Friggin, Before me. Yeah. She was smoking hot, but like we just didn't click all the time, right? And I'm not saying she was a huge bitch. I'm just saying we, we just didn't click. Um, but the attraction kept us together for a long time. In the, the attraction end, will only take you so In the far. end, the personality, like that was the part that was like, okay, I have to be smarter than this, right? And not just go for the looks, right? Now that being said, I found this smoke show here and she had both. So there you go. Look for both. That's the answer. Yeah, I think okay, the answer is I, yes. I would I would just say that that has to be like a trick question because I think that has to go hand in hand. I mean, be smart about who you're going to pick as your partner. Don't just go for the looks. Don't just go for the personality. If you go for just the personality, you're going to get bored with them because you're not going to have that sexual desire, that, that tension that's going to be between you that keeps you on a level of being in a relationship rather than a friendship. And if you are only going for the looks, then you're going to miss out on you know, just that friendship that you can have with your partner. I mean, Brandon is my best friend and... And I'm kind of cute too. Yeah, just a little bit. So, you know, (laughs) so I think you have to have a little bit of both. Anyways, all right, let's move on. Here's one that this this will be one that people can debate till the fucking, like, sheep come home, right? Or cows come home, whatever the saying is. Number six, should a man be the one on purpose or is it okay for women to take the lead? What do you say about that? So this is kind of one of those fun things like Brennan was just saying. I think I think you should support your man being the one on purpose, but that doesn't mean that you don't have a purpose, right? I think that we as a couple need to help and support each other, but I think there is a little bit stronger need and desire for men to be on their purpose. So I'm going to say that there's more of a strong desire for me to say that we need to be promoting our men to be the one on purpose because that's what drives our men to be the men that we want them to be. Here's the deal. This is where, again, where like I, I was having to like punch the dudes in the face here. It is your job to be on purpose, okay? It's also stressful, right? I know in my own business, like there's busy times a year and there's slow times a year, and the slow times a year somewhat kind of make me feel like I'm not on my purpose, right? And it feels it's shitty. It's not fun, right? However, it is the case. It's true. It's a true fact. Okay, it's biology. It's in our genes. It's how it's worked, right? There's hunters. There's gatherers. It's always been like that since day one. 
every woman on the face of this planet, and I don't care, I mean, there's feminists out there that are going to debate me on this, but we can fight if you want to. Every woman on the face of the planet wants to look up to a man who can who can slay the dra- dra- dragon, right? Who can go out and, like, tame the beast. Who can go out and, like, bring home the, the food, right? The, you know, like... Women have the biological need ingrained in them, in their DNA, to find somebody that can support them, right? Now, that's not to say that women aren't badasses also, right? But... Men, you must be on your purpose. If you're the one sitting around and your wife is the one out bringing home the money, she's the one paying all the bills, dude, your days are numbered. You're, she's going to replace you at some point in time. That's just how it goes. I've seen this so many, many times when I meet somebody like that where the guy's a stay-at-home dad or this or that, right? I'm like, oh, they're fucking doomed. And I'm ne- never wrong. It's never more than a year, two, or three before all of a sudden... They're getting divorced. She finds someone new. And guess what? Homeboy wears a suit to work and he goes and he makes some money and he drives a nice car and he has a big house, right? Women just simply do not respect a man who does not provide. It's a very hard thing for them to do. And it's really not, I think, like, by what he was just saying, is it It kind of sounds like women are just, like, these gold diggers that need to have... No, it's just nature. No. It just is what it is. Well, this is what I'm going to say about that, is whether I am in a nice house and I drive nice cars and we... And maybe Brandon's the one who's, who's, the one who's bringing the, the money home or whatever, right? It also equates to like even if you were living in a village and he was going out to hunt or he was going out to get the fish or stuff like that, right? Like there's just something innately inside of us as women because we are the nurturers. Like we are the ones who are nurturing our families, right? And so we have a strong desire to need and want the man who's going to best beyond his purpose and it doesn't matter what amount of money he's bringing home if he's on his purpose then there's so much more respect that happens there there are times of the year where like i mean for like christmas time and even now like my business gets real slow and there are in in those times or like i mean shri works her ass off too and she makes a real good living also right so i'm not saying that like just because there's a time of the year that like maybe I'm slow and she's busy that I'm a piece of shit. I'm just saying like we can lean on each other. However, she also knows even though I'm slow, I'm working my ass off to get the deals done that I get done, right? You know? I think if I just sat around on the couch all day and just let her make the money and fucking drink lattes or whatever right you know like i think you sit at home and drink lattes yeah like she would <laughs> she would be sitting upstairs in her office at her nice. computer thinking i'm a <laughs> schmuck right it's just a very impossible thing for them to do to remain or to keep that respect for a man who's not trying to do his best well on that note though too i think that we need to realize that women have to be on their purpose too like i think that is something that equates to both male and female parts yeah. of the relationship maybe i feel like it's a little stronger for men just because well of the way i mean that we well think, that right? goes into a way different thing though i mean women should be on their purpose right so again so we could talk about we could go off on a little tangent here for a second women's purpose a lot of the times is right when you have a family you're the primary 
caregiver for, for the kids. It's like if you had a wife that didn't want to take care of your kids, guys, like you would somewhat lose respect for her, right? Same thing, right? It's just the opposite of it. A woman who has a man that just refuses to do what he needs to do to take care of her would be the same feeling as if you had kids and your wife just didn't want to be a mom. Similar, right? Make sense? So it's we have roles. not where I was going with it, no, but, <laughs> but, I was but saying, it makes sense though. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I mean, when you go into a marriage and you decide to have children, there are different roles that we each play, right? And they're very important roles. Um, but kind of where I was going with it earlier is just what I mean by that is women also have to be on their purpose as well. And what I mean by that is you don't want to just be sitting around doing nothing at home also while your husband's out doing all that stuff. Like sitting around, sit around watching Jerry, Jerry Springer and yeah, shit like that? or, you know, all those, like, weird TV shows. I don't know. But, like, be able to provide the home and, like, provide a nice home and dinner and things like that, you know, if you are staying home. And this sounds like so not this century, but guess what, guys? It's okay to be that person. It's okay to be that role. Like, you can be that for your partner. And just like Brandon was saying, like, when things are slow in his business, like, I work a little extra, and it's just the way that we work together to be able to complement each other and if neither of us or one of us isn't on our purpose then what are we going to do in those situations so definitely be on your purpose for both of you even though i would say that i think there's a stronger desire for the man to be on purpose mm -hmm. just for your relationships so yeah i think in any relationship the man has to take the lead and there's a there's a king and a queen and you know what the queen is no less than the king. You just have slightly different roles. Well, I, don't, I don't know that that sounds bad. I know that there are some people out there that think that sounds bad. But you know what? If you are, you're on the wrong channel. You're listening to the wrong people. Go find your own crew. However, okay, let's let's move on. <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, this one's interesting. What's something some slash somebody you would sacrifice your life for? Ooh, I have a good answer for this. Yeah? Okay. Maybe it should Let's be the it. end answer. I don't you know. You want me to go first? Sure. There's all sorts of shit that I would sacrifice my life for. Um, shit or people or people. somebody? No, people. <laughs> um, I would sacrifice... I mean... Fuck, I was a fire, 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 fireman. I went to work every day prepared to sacrifice my life for some someone else that I did, didn't know. Um... When we're out and about, I mean, we were out at a mall one time and all of a sudden we, we heard what we thought were gunshots and everybody ran for the front door and I ran towards the, the sound, right? Like, I'm just that person that's ready to that do, was hot. do what I, I need to do. To I didn't, I realized in that moment who I was and who Brandon was. Actually, we were in Vegas and we were walking through this casino. Casino? Yeah. Um, and there we thought we heard gunshots and i i was with like we were with our family with our kids and so i was like making sure the kids were with me and i was about ready to run for the exit other people were walking towards the exit and brandon was like i gotta go see if someone needs help yeah. and, and it just made me realize like 
okay, my man is going to take care of some shit if shit goes down and I don't have to be worried. Like, he knows that I'm going to take care of the kids. I'm going to go do what I need to do as the wife, as the mom, you know. And that was my role, to be the caretaker, to take them and get them to safety. Well, he made sure that that source of danger never got to us. And Mm -hmm. that was actually a really cool moment i think in our relationship to see that we both had those roles and we knew how to take care of them yeah i mean i think that any situation where the shit hits the fan i think i'm prepared to go for it but so i think there's all sorts of people and all sorts of some things that i would sacrifice my my life for if i had to if i felt like it was a worthy cause um but especially my family especially my my friends my my brothers in my mc my mo- motorcycle club i mean i would yeah i mean you do what you need to do I, so, I just think that's something that's ingrained in me yeah and i think there's so many of us out there who are like oh i would die for my kids i would die for my husband i would die for my family members and i actually saw this um quote that was really cool and it said something to the effect where it was saying, you know, you say that you will die for your kids, you'll die for your family or your spouse or whatever, but who will you live for? And I thought that was so mind-blowing to me because how many of us are sitting around saying, oh, I would die for this person, I would die for the people I love, but we won't get off our phones, we won't get off the couch, we won't leave our house, we won't go experience life because... We're so willing to give up what we have now for the comfort, the security, for like just not having to put an extra effort out. But really what we need to do in this life is just be able to live for each other and go out and make experiences happen, make those memories happen because, you know, it's all good and fine to say, oh, I'm going to die for this person, but, you know, sometimes we have to live for each other and be there for each other on a daily basis and I even had like a family member say you know like we all like super emotional to me and wanted to be for me in the moment you know like maybe even in our afterlife and that was really hard for me because the person that person didn't want to show up on a daily basis for me and it has to be sincere it has to be something sincere yeah we can go around saying i'm gonna die i would die for this person but you know what kind of effort does it take to live for that person so yeah i like to turn that around all right number eight should women change their last name when they get married You want me to go first on this? Sure. <laughs> I have an answer all prepared. We might not agree on this one. Uh, we may not. Let's see what you have to say. <laughs> so, I don't think it really matters, honestly. If you feel, as a woman, if you feel very strongly that you want to keep your name, then it's not that big of a deal. But I will say about that that there are things that bond you as a couple, bonds you in a marriage. And I think that that is one of those things that says, hey, we're together and we are bonded because it's just a word. It's just a name. Yeah, bullshit. If you didn't take my last name, I would not have married you. You know why? Because we're going to have kids and I want our kids to have, we're a family, right? We all have the same name. You come to get together as a family and my kids mom should have the last same last name as their dad 
Um, if you're not that. interested in that, then you're not interested in having a family, in my opinion. Um, I have close people in my life that don't agree with that, but I still will stand by that in all time. And ultimately, it is true. Had you not taken my name, I would have found someone else who would have. Oh, yeah? You want yeah. to write about that? Don't need to. We're 19 <laughs> years in. But, no, that's that's true, 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 true though. Why why would you want to have kids and your kids' parents have different last names, right? No, I If you I, want to bu- build a family, yeah. you want to build a home, you build one singular unit, and uh, a singular u- unit has the same name, right? We don't all you live don't in the same... You want to take my name? No. Because I'm the man. <laughs> We already discussed this. The man should take the, the, the lead. This is old news. Um, no, but I mean, you don't all live in the same home but have different addresses. No, when you live in the same home, you have the same address, right? Um, we are in the same home. We have the same family. I have two girls. Eventually, I expect them to take the last name of the man that they choose to, to marry and have kids with. Well, I just think it's one of those things that bonds you together as a family, yeah. as a couple, and it's it's one of those things where you're like, okay, like I can give up a little bit of me to gain more of you in my life. No. And but it's this funny thing where girls are like, no, it's my last name. I want to keep my last name. Yeah, but it's not your mom's last name. Your mom already did the same thing, right? You're like... You could like if you want to go true to your your roots and your family, you're gonna have like a thousand hyphens, right? Because every single woman before you has taken their man's last name. It's just you that's gonna do. I'm gonna gonna take a stand now, right? No, you're harming your children, you're harming your family, and you're disappointing your husband. That's how it goes. Um, So yeah, I think it's super important to take the man's last name. Call me a chauvinist if you want. I don't care. We can have the discussion. All right. Do, do we agree then now? No, I agreed with you from the beginning. Oh, okay. I just said, you know. You, you were just being nice to those that didn't. In agree. the beginning, though, you know, <laughs> like for those of you who aren't really planning on having kids and you're not planning on really staying married for forever, then yeah, take your own last name. I've had people that I've talked to where the woman is like, oh, he's, he's a good first husband. Those are probably the women. That well, that's be. actually like the way people think nowadays, right? And that's, it's, it's turned into, you know, turned from like monogamy was, and Esther Perel talks about this a lot. Monogamy used to be like one partner for life. And then now it's like one partner at a time, right? You know, mm-hmm. people don't plan to stay married for a long time, right? And so... All right, let's move on. Um, here's a controversial one. If your best friend was cheating on their partner, would you tell him or her? If my best friend were cheating on their partner, would I tell their partner? Mm-hmm. I'll go first. No, I wouldn't. It's not my business. Yeah, I think that... I think it depends on the situation. It's a, I think it's a really hard situation because if I love both people and I'm friends with both people, then I don't know. That'd be a really you hard still, one. You still can't get involved. It's too much. It's too much drama for you to be involved involved in. All right, let's move on from that, that one. Um, do you think it's acceptable for your partner to keep in contact with their exes? No, that's stupid. 
think so. We don't need to expand on that one. That one's stupid. Um, let's see here. If you found out that I was seeing someone else, what would you do? <laughs> That's stupid too. I think. Is that dumb? Well, I do say I have, I didn't even listen to what you said because <laughs> you were thinking about the mine's still one on the other one because okay. I, right. have, I have to say something. All right, let's hear it. What I would say is I probably wouldn't tell their partner, but I would strongly like have a conversation with my friend and tell them that they needed to tell their partner. Because I am one that truly 100% stands behind the fact that if you respect and love somebody, you don't do that. And you, and if you did, like, you be honest and you move forward. Like, if, I just would like to know, have the respect of my own partner being able to come and say, hey, I am not getting this from you. I'm feeling like I'm lacking. No, but that's, but that's what we're saying. Okay, so go back. Cheating. They're seeing. They're actively seeing, right? There's no like So what? So I so you come to them and they say, Hey, like I'm actively seeing this person, I'm not going to stop, right? Um You can encourage them to t tell them, right? But you're encouraging this question is not that. This question is would you go and but tell them? What would happen is if I if she told me and I was encouraging her to stop the situation and go tell her partner, then she's gonna do one of two things, right? She's going to either go tell her partner and end it, or she's going to keep going on and she's not gonna talk yeah. to me about it anymore. And honestly, I would rather her not talk to me about right. it anymore because yeah. I don't wanna be a part of it. Yeah. I used to I used to have a I think it's di different, okay? So if somebody is like seeing somebody actively and they're not interested in their spouse anymore, there's nothing you can do or say. And if they do go and tell them, then they go and tell them they're they're doomed anyways, right? But I, but this this reminds me of something I heard one time. I used to have this little window cleaning business and I drove around all the time. And at the time, Dr. Laura was on uh, the radio here in Utah. And I listened to her a lot. And this lady calls in and she says, I'm just racked with guilt and I really feel like I should tell my husband this. But seven year, years ago, or however many years ago she said, but it was a long time ago, I was on a work trip and I, had, I, I slept with a guy. And I've been, I felt guilty ever since and I feel like I just need to tell him. And Dr. Laura said, or I asked her, she goes, have you had an affair since then? And she says, no. She's like, do you plan to have an affair again in the future? She says, no, absolutely not. And she's like, then why would you be so selfish and t tell him that? The only person you're going to cause pain to is him. As of right now, his ig ignorance is bliss. If you admit what you've done, all you're going to do is cause him all sorts of pain. You haven't had an affair since then. You don't plan to have one in the future. You're being selfish by wanting to get this off your chest. And I think that is a very good point as well. But that is not somebody who's actively seeing somebody. That's somebody who like made a, a stupid mistake one time, right? Yeah. And I, and I agree right. with that, yeah. right? Um, but but let me ask you still, this I don't think it's your place to go tell somebody. No, I, let me ask you this question though. If I were actively cheating on you, yeah. would you, and I told one of my friends, which, was married to one of your friends, well, just how our friend groups are, they're both your friends, and they knew that I was cheating on you, would you want to know? 
actively cheating. Oh, not of course like I would past. want to know, but I'm not saying it's their responsibility to come. But let me ask you, would he, if I wasn't going to tell you, would you want them to tell you? Of course I would want them to, but I'm saying if it's them, if it's them, no, 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 no. Of course, <laughs> that's not the question. Of course the ex would want somebody to tell them. I'm saying it's not your place to go and tell on them. Because you don't know there's all sorts of issues that might be going on. And you might even, you and I have been involved in situations not like this, but sim, similar to this enough to know that you think you're doing the right thing and you're the one that gets burned in, in the yeah. end. And that's it's why not I your say job to I go would be, recommend my friend to go and talk to their right. spouse and that's rather fair. than going to tell them. And that's why I would be okay with the results of that, of her either not talking to me about it anymore or it's her su- going in it. It's super fair to talk to your friend, but it's yeah. not. I don't think it's your place to go talk to their spouse. Yeah. Are we good? Can we move on? Fine. Okay. Um... We already did the, that one was stupid. The one about the exes. We'll move on beyond that one. Um, let's see. Do you not truly know your partner until you move in together? So that's interesting because we grew, grew up in a religion yeah, where you didn't move in together. You had to get married first. Yeah. Do you want to go first or me? Yeah, no, you absolutely don't truly know your partner until you like move in together and are together for a long time, actually. I mean, with our kids, I would probably recommend that they actually live with the person before they get married. What are your thoughts on that? There's a higher rate of divorce in that, statistically speaking. In that? Yeah. By living together? Yes. People that, people that live together without being married are statistically more likely to get divorced. So, on one hand, I think it's a good, good idea. On the other hand, statistics show that you're more likely to get divorced if that's what you choose to do. Because there's, like, always this thought of, like, having a way out. Probably like it was never. It's like somebody like refusing to take your l- 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 last name. You weren't committed in the f- first place, so why would you stay committed long term? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I'm not a stat- statistician, but I have read those, and it is true that if you live together first, you are more likely to get divorced. So the question, though, is is if you can know your know your partner better if you live together first is that what the question was or the question was was, i scrolled past it um do you not truly know your partner yeah do you not truly know your partner yeah i would agree with that that's true that's true i I heard that wrong yeah no it's kind of a weird thing because i do see how that could come into play um but i do feel like there are certain things that you should know about your partner or get used to with your partner before you, I don't know. Like, I, I think that once you go into a marriage, you realize that you're working towards that. You're constantly, every day, going to be working towards making your marriage better. Yeah. And there can be some confusion, I guess, there. Uh, I can see that. Honestly, I, I think that if I were, like, if we weren't married, I were single... And I didn't have the the uh, 
brain that I had, I probably would choose to do that and move in together first. Um, however, it still is true. Statistically, you're more likely to get divorced if that's what, what you do. So, um, I wonder how those percentages would equate to those who end up with happy marriages or not. Because those who I feel like don't really know each other and they get into a marriage and they don't really know the ins and outs... Well, there's probably all sorts of people that are married and stay married that are miserable also, right? But, no, that's what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. is maybe if you don't live together, maybe you're still sticking through it because of religion or other um, cultural things that are going on in your life or that surround you in your environment, and are you actually happy in those relationships? Yeah. So I think I would love to see the study on how it would equate to happy marriages compared to well you're the one that makes up your own statistics so why don't you just okay so let me think about this statistic so it's gonna be probably about (laughs) i would say (laughs) we'll have to see which one of our followers actually (laughs) watched the one before where we discussed that (laughs) three statistics so i i definitely know my statistics yeah make them up myself yeah she makes them up on the fly on the spot (laughs) So I would say probably about 70 to 30. I would say 70, 30, 70, 30, 70 are not happy in those relationships when they don't love you together. (laughs) Even though they last a long time, 70% of them are not happy. Yeah. And 30% of them are probably happy. So this is true statistics from Sheree. I made them up just now by myself. All right. Let's, uh, before we ruin (laughs) the internet more than we need to, let's move on here. Somebody's going to quote me now. They're going to be like, I heard this one time that it was like 70%. Nobody's going to quote you. You presented that in a way that that they all knew was complete bullshit. Yeah, I thought it was good. Okay. Would you still have gotten into a relationship with me if you found out that I had cheated on my ex-partner? interesting what are your thoughts on that no I want to hear yours (laughs) you just want to hear mine because you want to like fight me out on this let me think about this well Braxton's home let's hear it I have more time to think about this now yeah (laughs) Um, whenever I hear his car, I lose my train of thought and yeah. I can't keep thinking. Would you have got, still gotten into a relationship with me if you found out that I had cheated on my ex-partner? Well, I think it really depends on the situation because I think there's so much that go into that. But my first thought would probably be no. But I think that there are certain situations where I would say yes, so. Okay, so no and yes. No and yes. Right. It's dependent on the situation and why the cheating happened. All right, so here's the deal, okay? So you said no, but you also said yes. So. The interesting thing about that situation is I was engaged to somebody like a day before I met Sheree and then we were sort of like back and forth a little bit. So 
there probably was a time where my ex-partner felt like I was cheating on her with you. So for, did you break up with her or did you not actually break up with her? Well, I broke up with her, but still, like, it still, like, was, like, seriously, like, a day apart, right? Like, I was with her, then I was with you, then I was with her, right? Like, so, you kind of, I'm not saying I cheated on her with you, but I'm, but it's pretty close to something like that, right? I did do the right thing and break up with her. But well, I will say if if I found out I didn't try that, to like have two relationships yeah. at this same time. Yeah. If I found out that you were in a relationship yeah. while you were dating me, I would have never saw you again. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying by the situation I would change my mind, right? Yeah. Like the situation that we were in where you were breaking up with her cuz come on, like I'll just bring this up a couple times throughout our podcast. <laughs> but Brandon would date me for two weeks and go back to her for two weeks and then date me for two no, weeks and go back to her for two weeks. It happened like twice. And I don't consider that cheating because no. he was ending both of those relationships. Yeah. Now, if you had kept me and we were going back to her, then that would be cheating, right? Yeah. But like that's why I say there's different levels of it. But if I were starting to date this new guy and I found out that he was, and maybe he came to me and he was like, oh, I don't really want to be with this other person anymore, but he never ended it with them and he was dating me, then hell no, I would be running because somebody who is willing to lose that respect, I think it's a respect thing. Like once you lose that respect for that other person, and I think that it's easier for you to do it again. Yeah. And I just wouldn't want to, like, bring that into my life when I didn't have to. Okie doke. Fair enough. All right, let's move on. If you found out who, let's see, if you found out that someone who worked with your partner had a crush on them, how would you feel? Would you still be fine with them working there? Am I answering first this time again? Sure. <laughs> I think it would depend on on a few things. Um, if you were if you didn't have a good relationship in your own marriage, then that could be disastrous. And it depends on how often and where they would work together, I guess, I would think. For me. I think it would be situational, right? Because, like, he might have somebody that has a crush on him, but he may only see her, like, once every two weeks, and it's very, like, surfaced with anything that we'd say or talk about. I think if you're married to somebody who's attractive, there's guaranteed to be somebody at work who has a crush on them. Yeah. I think the thing that's going to freak me out is when... If I hear them talking about this per- person, that also leads me to believe that they think they're pretty cool too. That's where I might have have an issue. Yeah, and it, then when it comes down to like work trips and shit like that, then that might be an issue, right? Yeah, but I think too, it, like that's where as a couple you have a conversation and say, "I'm not feeling very comfortable about this situation at work," you know. But you cannot stop your partner from growth, right? Like, if you if that growth is meaning they're growing further away from you, then yeah, 
there's that conversation that needs to happen. But if they're growing and, and exceeding in their in their career, I think that that also needs to be discussed because it's a huge deal to that person. And it's not very fair to be like, hey, just because you're uncomfortable with it doesn't mean that the other person's uncomfortable and they should not be able to develop as their own person as well mm-hmm. because they're just going to hard resent situation you. yeah they're gonna they're gonna end up resenting you in your relationship because they weren't able to fully get to the level that they wanted to be at in their career and and that's just really a hundred percent like what i think most people would feel like like if i if you were gonna get a promotion but i was like hey but there's this girl that likes you at your work and i don't really like that she likes you at your work but you were gonna get this amazing promotion that you worked really hard for but then it's like oh this girl likes you at your work but you get you have to go on this work trip with them no but that's what i'm saying stay in a hotel and it would be very like it's it's it gets pretty sticky and that's where I would say this, right? Like that's that's why you guys have to be on your game, right? Yeah. Because like we talked about a couple episodes ago, if the girl's into you, guys, and she loves you and she's attracted to you, she's not likely to stray. It's I mean some do, but it's statistically less, right? So if you're on your game and she loves you, looks up to you, admires you, you're probably all right, right? Um however, if you're letting the slack, then that might be something to be concerned a little bit more about. But it is hard. It's just a hard situation that, that life hands you sometimes. How is that it how is that for guys though? Tell me that on the guy's perspective of things. Like if the girl is on her game, does that stop the guy from thinking about those things? Not as much. No, guys so, are guys. Guys are So they should just so women guys should are just, just like, like shut it down and be like you can't go on that work trip? Guys have to be like I mean, here 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 here's the thing. You can choose to be a vegan. That doesn't mean that bacon's gonna stop smelling good, right? Guys choose to get married, they choose to be faithful, and if they're good, strong guys, they will do that thing, right? However, guys, like I said in the last couple episodes, guys statistically can have an affair, they can cheat, and they can still be madly in love with their spouse. With women, if they're madly in love with their spouse, they, they, they don't cheat. It's just a fucked up human nature thing. So well, I don't know, know what your answer is there that you're seeking <laughs> for me to give. I'm just being all, all honest. With, well, with no, with that's you. why I think it's a good discussion. I'm just being truthful because... that, like, yeah, guys, guys can be in love with their spouse and they can still, like, want to taste this thing over here too right like i mean they but women are not statistically as likely to cheat if they're in love with their spouse so no work trips for you (laughs) i'm a one-man show in my business i don't think you have to be concerned to start learning about that no i think i think there's probably more on that side and that's why i bring it up is because there's probably more men that go on work trips than there are women who go on work trips so yeah. that's the whole reason why i asked that question is because well, anybody that's, who's that's a very specific situation but women cheat just as much as men do they just cheat for different reasons yeah. most of the time it's because they're sick of their men men usually men cheat what well, they can still be in love with their spouse but they just want to get some strange on the side right so they cheat just as often. They just cheat for different reasons. So, all right. But we don't. We're good. Yeah? Yeah. 
All right, sweet. Okay. Bacon still sm smells good. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's all sorts of gir gir girls out there that, that look awesome, and the, the man in me thinks, hmm, right? But you make a choice, right? And you live by that choice. So, all right. We're just being honest at this point in time because we've had alcohol. And so let's see here. What's another one here? Um, these are stupid. Don't want to do that one. That one's not good to do right now. You know what? We can do this one tactfully. What do you think of my best friend? If you don't think highly of them, tell me why. Like your real best friend? I'm like, dangerous. I'm, I'm like that dude that's got like 50 best friends. Yeah. No, so let's, let's make this a more generic question though, right? Because... Okay. This is this is important because the the people who you surround yourself with are usually the people that you're like, right? Mm -hmm. So I have I don't know if this is fair for for me though, because I've got like a multitude of different kinds of people that I would consider really close close friends, and they're not even the same type of people. Most of them. Maybe this isn't a very well, if we take it down to like the bare like essentials of it, right? Like, let's think about it. So, if I don't think highly of them, I'll tell you why. So, I think having a best friend who fits into your relationship can be very if they're not if they're not the type of person that you can have around in your relationship, then it will make things hard because I think especially, I've had very few friends that aren't also friends with you. Yeah. This one's probably a really hard one for us because we usually become friends with each yeah. other's friends. I mean, Sheree is really close friends. I fucking love. So yeah, I don't, there's, there, there's only one that used to be a best friend that I don't think highly of. But and, that was a specific situation, and she yeah. acted like a huge bitch, and which she hasn't been around for a, a long time. But the but people too, that she's close I think, to, I, I think those people, like eventually, they're going to only be there for a time in your life. Here's right? the thing. So let's change this one to this, right? Do you think it's important to be friends with your spouse's friends? I think it is important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that your partner, especially when you get to the level of really being best friends with each other, you can see when your partner's best friend isn't a good best friend or might not be the best person for them. And maybe I think something that's really hard for us to understand is even if we've been friends with them since we were in second grade or fifth grade or high school, there sometimes is just a, a season for people in your life. And mm -hmm. you don't have to hold on to those people when they, they stop serving the greater purpose in your life, right? And I think sometimes your partner can actually bring that awareness to you and help you understand that that person isn't right for you in your life. And that's kind of... I think that sounds a little bit selfish to say it like that. And I don't... I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that, that that's the, the right way to say it. So I have, a, several, I have a few friends that have sort of like, they were really close friends in my life for a long time, and now they're just not, right? 
And I hate to say it's because like they no longer serve me, right? They no longer serve my purpose. That, that sounds a little bit selfish. We just simply have like grow, grow, grown apart. We're just simply different people than we used to be. I see where you're where you're getting that. And what I mean by like serving your purpose in life is if they're taking away from what develops you as a person, then you then they're not adding to your life, right? And that's what I mean, like serving your purpose in your life. And I feel like you might have some friends some at some point in time that may still kind of like pick at you for things, right? Because you've been mm-hmm. friends for so long and at when you are becoming a different person because of the different life choices you make from that friend because you're not actually living every second together, right? Like you're becoming different people. And sometimes your friends might be like the ones drowning in the ocean and you're in the boat. And if you jump into the ocean to go save your friend, then they might like hold on to you and try to get more air and might drown you there as well, right? So you end up both drowning in that situation. But if you can be in the boat and you can lift your friend out into the boat, out of the water into the boat, then all of a sudden you're both on this higher ground, right? But sometimes we hold on to friends that are going to just constantly drown us under the water. They're going to constantly like try to take the air over us. And we don't see that because they've been such long friends that we just keep accepting them being in our lives. Yeah. And I mean, and that's what I mean by serving a purpose. I'm not saying like, oh, they didn't do this great thing for me, so I got to get rid of them. It's no, more like... No, I know like, what you're saying. It's just, it just sounded... Yeah, no, I see what you're different, saying. Different, right? But I mean, we need to pick people and environments in our life that build us up and bring us up to the next level and actually add to the life that we want because... We're all searching for this life and this this point to where like we finally find this this moment in time where we like we have all these things that we want and it and it's not a bad thing to be selfish to be able to say you know you are not good for me in my life and it's okay to let go of you and that's kind of what I had to do with my friend and that's what we we're talking about is sometimes you just have to realize that some people are only meant for a time. But I think it's very important to be friends with your partner's friends because then it makes it easier. Then, like, you guys can go out together, you guys can have fun together, and actually take interest in your your partner's friends, you know? Like, don't just make it a surface thing, you know? Because actually many of Brandon's friends became some of my best friends because... I took interest in them, they took interest in me, and we created this friendship together. And it doesn't have to be this war of who gets to have Brandon. It could just be that we all enjoy spending time together, and that's kind of a beautiful place to be. Yeah. All right. We're going to end this one on this this one. Ready for, for it? I don't know. <laughs> How do you feel about have, having an open marriage Paul, Paul policy? Hail to the no. <laughs> if, you, if you want the quick ticket to divorce, yeah, you know what, though? I know, like, maybe two people who have made it work. I know more pe- 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 people than that who have tr- tried it. And, you know, I mean, the majority of the time it ends in divorce, like, within a year or two. Um, I do. How, however, I had. I do have to say, I know a couple of people that 
have lived that way for a long, long time and it works for part of them, but it's the minority of people. I actually just had a discussion with a friend about this the other day. Um, but here, here's the thing though. So the people that I know that have made that work, they kind of stepped into it like slowly throughout the years and it took a long time to get to, to, to that point. And they probably both wanted that. But nowadays, very common. nowadays in this young little freaking millennial woke culture, they think it's cool, right? So they jump into it for freaking head first. They jump right, right into the deep end. And they're like completely unprepared for any of it, right? Um, and so it almost always ends in divorce. I remember we had, I'm going to tell a funny story. We won't tell any names, but... I remember we had some friends come to our house one time for a Super Bowl party. The wife was a marriage and family counselor. They were on their way to our house. We had just built a new house, so I didn't have a backyard yet. My barbecue was like on the front porch. So I walked outside to flip the burgers and the hot dogs and stuff over and they're par parked in the front yard and dude rolls, rolls down, down, down his window and I go, hey, he's like, we'll be in in a few. I go, okay. And he didn't look very pleased, but let's be honest, he never looked very pleased. <laughs> yeah. He always looked a little bit sad. It, anyways. Um, they even nicknamed the Dementor. The Dementor, Eeyore. Yeah. A few things. <laughs> Sorry, dude, if you know who you are and you're actually listening, I'm sure you're not. Um, but he looked really sad, and I walked back inside, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. Well, come to find out, so they eventually they come in the house, and she's running around being little Miss Social and happy-go-lucky, and he just sits in the corner like this and watches her the whole time, right? Well, apparently she had had the conversation with him on the way to our house, whether he liked it or not, she was going to live in an open relationship. She was going to have an open marriage and she was going to sleep with other guys. I happened to have a friend that she thought was going to be at my house that she was very excited to see because he may have failed to inform her last time they talked that he was married also. So anyways, that being said, here's a marriage and family counselor. <laughs> who uh, decided to inform her husband on the way to a barbecue for the Super Bowl that she was going to live this lifestyle, whether he liked it or not. Suffice it to say, it did not end up well for them. It was a long time of misery and sadness. And uh, I don't know. It's just something I don't understand. I know that people live different lifestyles. I know people do different things. But I think whatever you do, if it's not for you two as a couple, if you're not both enjoying it together yeah. as a couple, I think it can be super fucking awkward and toxic and really hard. I mean, I can't even imagine sitting on the couch over there, hanging out with the kids and Shree's like, I'm going to go out on a date. See ya. Right? Like, <laughs> and I can't imagine Shree ever sitting on the couch with the kids and, and like letting me walk out on a date. That, that's just something I just can't even like comprehend. Because um, one, there's nobody as cool as me out there. So she's never going to find some, 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 someone that, that good. And I'm not going to find somebody as cool as her. So why would I even look? I, I don't understand. Well, 
I would echo what you said about like both of you being on the same page and and it's really hard in a relationship and I think like this is one of those opportunities that I would again say you have to have that conversation and don't be afraid to tell your feelings in this situation because you can get stuck in a situation that you don't even know that you're in because you were trying to be too nice and you're trying to give too much but sometimes when you are the one who wants something wants to try something out so badly sometimes you forget what your partner needs and what your partner's hearing when you say those certain words right like so if you're in a relationship and you want to have an open marriage and you say hey i think this would be fun to try um i especially like in cultural places where people are like got married really young and they only had sex with one person you know they may want to like experience something different right well in situations like that when you come to your partner and you say that a lot of times what's going through their heads is just oh i'm not good enough oh i'm not like i'm not going they're looking for something better than me right and so that's why I say, like, it's got to be something for you as a couple that you decide is something that you both want and you both desire. Because if both of you aren't desiring that, it's going to end up in divorce. And it's going to get there quick. And it's going to be messy. It's going to be awful. And, and nobody's going to feel good in the end because you were crossing boundaries that nobody established in the first place. And that's the hard part. I remember one time we had a, it was another party we had and there was a couple that came that some friends of ours asked to come, come over. They came, came with them and we were sitting out on the back patio and I think I was smoking pizzas. We were doing smoked pizzas and uh, talking to this couple and they were explaining to me how they were just brand new in this open relationship we have a ton of friends we have all sorts of people we know and people have all sorts of different lifestyles and stuff like that and i'm like wait a minute are you guys going out and messing around together or are you going on like separate dates like oh no we're doing separate dates and stuff and i'm like you new at this yeah i'm like you want some unsolicited advice from somebody who's you know heard a few things sure i'm like careful with that one it 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 won't work right and then the girl looks at me and goes, well, maybe we'll be the exception, right? Anyways, I walked in the house. I told what she was really saying is, I need to get out of my marriage. I, I need it. I walked in. I told Shree, I'm like, that poor <laughs> bastard out there is divorced and has no clue yet. Yeah. You know? And how long did it take? Less than six months. Those two were separated. So, again, I know some people that have made it work and they continue. Continue to make it work and it works for for them the majority of them i feel like they jump in too quick they don't understand what the hell they're do, doing and uh maybe maybe somebody like says oh i want to have an open marriage because they're just simply bored of their partner well that's code word for i'm going to try to find someone new while i'm still with you right you know and so um i'm not saying it won't, won't work it works for some but i don't think it works for most so and hell to the no for me. Sri is not interested. I keep trying. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I don't. I I overall don't think it's a great plan. Just because there's a few that can make it work, I don't think the exception is worth the rule. Um, I think it's 
overall not a smart plan. I think it's a much better plan for you to just try to be the best person you can be for your spouse so that they don't feel the need to look outside the marriage. I, I heard somebody say to me like, well, I can't be all that, that, that she wants or all that he wants. And it's like, why? Why not? Just do, do the things, you know? If you say you can't, you can't. So yeah. say you can. Yeah. If, I mean, just do the things. Do it. I mean. Do it. Yeah, if they want somebody that's somebody that's got a nice body, well, eat right and work out. If they want somebody that knows how to dance, well, learn how to dance. If they, I mean, shit, this sounds stupid, but so I do TRT uh, testosterone placement. I just recently found out the clinic that I attend, that I go to, that gives me my shots. They also do girthing treatment. So, man, if you feel like you're too small, there's even a fix for that I just learned. I didn't even know that was a thing. They give you a shot. Next thing you know, you're girthier, right? You can't hit the end of the two tuna can, but you, cannot, but you can hit all the sides, right? So it's all good. There's things you can do to fix the things, right? So instead of saying I can't be all that she wants or all that he wants, how about you just like try to do the things that... And they there's all name. sorts of ways you can show up for a girl. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. end it with a bang. Bang, 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 <laughs> bang, 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 bang. All right. Okay. We're going to go. Peace out. Love you guys.